Good news. I got another update on Nico Heischer, and he's back to practicing at full strength. And also, who are some of the X factors on the roster for New Jersey Devils? What do I mean by X factors? Lots to talk about in today's episode of Locked On Devils. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Elias scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodora's got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup! All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chalky, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. Before we get into today's episode, I have a special announcement to make. So... As you guys know, I'm currently attending Arizona State University to obtain my master's in sports journalism. And as many of you hockey fans are probably already aware, the Arizona Coyotes are going to be playing all their home games on ASU's campus. They're going to be playing at the newly built Mullet Arena. But the thing is, it's not just their home arena. They're also going to be sharing it with the Arizona State Sun Devils. And before the Coyotes play their games at Mullet, ASU wanted to be the first team to uh, take the ice for Mullet Arena because obviously that's their home arena. And unfortunately, the Arizona Coyotes are renting it. So for the first unofficial game, because it's going to be an exhibition match, I am going to be on the call on the radio feed as the ASU women's hockey team is going to be taking on their rival, Grand Canyon University. So this is just so special for the city of Tempe. This is special for ASU. I get it. It's an exhibition match. It's not going to count for anything, but still to be on the call for the first matchup at Mullet Arena, it's very humbling. I wanted to share it with you guys because I always say before every episode, I'm a college hockey play-by-play announcer, and um, you know I can't wait for you guys to hear the replay of it. So uh, I, because you know I can't put a link into the episode because the game is obviously not live. So in the next episode, so tomorrow I'll put a link in. For If anybody wants to listen to it, it will be a replay of the game. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I'm very excited. This is going to be the next major step in my career. So being tasked to call uh, the first ever game at Mullet Arena, this is amazing. And, you know, it's not so good for the Arizona Coyotes, but it's great for people like me, people who go to ASU, people who are hockey fans, the city of Tempe. So really looking forward to it. Now, what's on the agenda for today? We're going to be looking at X factors for the New Jersey Devils. Now, Uh, What do I mean by that? I'll talk about that momentarily. But first, before we talk about the X factors, let's talk about what we already know for right now. Let's talk about one of our star players, and that is Nico Heischer. So as you guys know, Nico Heischer has been out for a minute just because uh, he suffered a hamstring injury, first preseason game against the Montreal Canadiens. And then it was rumored that it was initially it was cramping, but uh, that was proven not to be true. So Nico Heischer has been out for an extended period of time. And the, the problem that we were having was that I think Nico Heischer is going to miss the first game of the year for New Jersey Devils. And, and my prediction was he's actually going to miss the first couple of games for the Devils. But he was seen practicing today. So some Devils insiders, including Amanda Stein, uh, Ryan Obazinski, they tweeted out pictures of Nico Heischer actually partaking in practice. And if you notice, uh, if you look at uh, the photo, he's not wearing a no contact jersey. So he's going fully into contact, 
But for right now, uh, Nico Heischer, according to Ryan Novozinski, who spoke to him, uh, Nico Heischer still considers himself day-to-day. So my uh, educated guess is that he got reevaluated. He's cleared for contact. They're just trying to see how it's going to go. And obviously, you don't want to make the injury uh, worse. So probably taking their time with it. But I think it's past the point where he doesn't need to do no contact kind of activity. So that's really exciting. And hopefully, Nico Heischer is good to go for our matchup against the Philadelphia Flyers. When this episode goes live, the game will be tomorrow. So looking forward to that. So just wanted to give you guys that update. Looks like everything is heading in the right direction for Nico Heischer participating in practice, uh, not wearing a no contact jersey. And it seems like he's still day to day. So I wouldn't be surprised the day of the game that he might be just a game time decision. And that's why we got Andreas Johnson on the roster right now. Just so, you know, we, this is just a paper move. It's a chess move for New Jersey Devils because Talked about in the previous episode, but just wanted to give you guys that update. So what do I mean by looking at X factors for New Jersey Devils? Well, uh, for the past few months or so, I've been talking about players who are going to be crucial for New Jersey Devils in order for them to be successful this year. So uh, some people who are not X factors are some of our star players because we already expect a lot out of them. So people like Jack Hughes, uh, Dougie Hamilton, uh, Nico Heischer, I'll put him on that list. Jesper Bratt, we already expect the most out of those guys. So those are not X-Factor players, but there might be some other, you know, borderline star players, at least from a devil's aspect, that might be uh, in, in that realm of X-Factors because we need a lot to go right in order for uh, this season to be successful. So when looking at people like Dougie Hamilton and Jack Hughes, the name of the game for them is just to stay healthy because if one of them goes down, that's going to be a huge blow to our team as proven last year. So that's pretty much the only thing I don't anticipate for players like Jack Hughes, Dougie Hamilton to take any steps backwards. I expect for them to go forward. Same with Jesper Bratt. I expect for him to build off of what he was able to do last year, become an all-star. And then for Nico, he sure he doesn't need to be a superstar like everyone wants him to be. He just needs to be sort of like that solid piece for the Devils, because between him, Jack Hughes, and Jesper Bratt, I think people are anticipating that uh, Jesper Bratt and Jack Hughes will be the statistical juggernauts for the New Jersey Devils, whereas Nico Heischer, he'll put up solid production, and I think he's a great underrated two-way player. Certainly can get his name into the Selkie Award, but that's what I anticipate from Nico Heischer, so I put him into that boat of you know, players that aren't X-Factors, more star player caliber. I'm also going to put Mackenzie Blackwood because we already know what he needs to provide in order for the Devils to become successful. So when looking at the roster, there's a lot of question marks for a lot of players, and we're going to go through that list and see which players are X-Factors and what do they need to bring to the table in order for the Devils to be successful. Now, before we talk about the X-Factors, I want to bring you guys the first and only live read this morning. And it comes from our friends at Built Bar. So if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? Their new flavor, ready, delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite flavor. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com and snag a box for you and the family. It'll be a perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and hoard them for yourself. I don't think your mama's going to keep them top shelf because they are healthy once again. 
Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. What's great about Built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love the new cookie dough chunk puffs, whether you need a snack or for your workout, a late-night treat, or you're just in need for a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar and tastes better than a candy bar. Dish the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKS15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at Built.com. Also worth mentioning, you can catch Built on the hood of Corey LaJoy's number seven car in the NASCAR Cup Series. Okay, let's look at some of the X-Factor players for the New Jersey Devils. Let's start with the goalie position. So, Jonathan Bernier is out for an extended period of time, so I'll worry more about him if he is actually scheduled to come back at around Thanksgiving time. So I'm going to leave him off the list. But the one X factor at the goalie position is definitely going to be Vitek Vanacek because we're trying to debate who's going to be the starting goalie. Is it going to be Vitek Vanacek or is it going to be Mackenzie Blackwood? If I had to put all the money in the world, like I said in the last episode, I'm going with Mackenzie Blackwood. But the thing about Vitek Vanacek is that this is the third year in a row where the New Jersey Devils were going into the offseason looking for a backup goalie. We tried with Corey Crawford. We tried with Jonathan Bernier. And now Vitek Vanacek, we decided to go for a goalie who puts up pretty good numbers but is not really uh, you know, in that realm of being old. He's not a veteran player. Vitek Vanacek is still relatively young in his career himself, so he's not going to act as a mentor towards Mackenzie Blackwood. But – that's okay because, you know, Jonathan Bernier could do that once he returns. But the thing about uh, B-Tech Vanacek is that I want to see, you know, starting potential out of him. I want him to be that potential starting goalie for the New Jersey Devils. Now, if B-Tech Vanacek goes down, the New Jersey Devils season is going to go down big time. And now, no, I'm not over-exaggerating because then we leave Mackenzie Blackwood out to dry once again. We got to rush up Akira Schmidt and Nico Dawes. We saw how that experiment went. Akira Schmidt struggled. Nico Dawes did the best he could potentially do. So goalies are essential if the New Jersey Devils want to grab wins. And that's why I'm putting Vitek Vanacek as an X factor, not based on his capability, but if he were to hypothetically get hurt or something else were to happen, the ship is going to sink big time because then we're going to have to rely on Mackenzie Blackwood. He's going to get ticked off. He's going to demand a trade or he's going to leave, whatever the case might be. So Mackenzie Blackwood needs to stay happy. So VTEC Vanacek needs to stay healthy because uh, Mackenzie Blackwood needs to know that he has a good goalie behind him. So that way he can get uh, his potential rest. Because remember back in January, uh, before he went down with the heel injury, Mackenzie Blackwood was starting in like nine or so straight games. And we saw how that went. So VTEC Vanacek needs to stay healthy and he needs to be that solid backup goalie for New Jersey Devils because if he goes down, the season goes down. Now, when looking at the defense for the New Jersey Devils, uh, an X factor I'm going to look at is Jonas Siegenthaler. So Jonas Siegenthaler was arguably our best defenseman last. But am I completely sold on him? I mean, I want to say yes, but at the same time, I just want to know, like, you know, is he the real deal? That, that kind of thing. I want him to do it again because if he's able to do it again, then this organization is a completely different team. Jonas Siegenthaler is a diamond in the rough. He's the epitome of it because we traded him from the Washington Capitals, a playoff caliber team, a team that did not appreciate him. 
He comes over to the New Jersey Devils, and he's given a big opportunity, and he's made the most of it so far. I want Jonas Siegenthaler to compete with Dougie Hamilton. I want him to compete with Ryan Graves. I want him to be that top defenseman for the New Jersey Devils. Now, I, it's going to be a little hard, especially since we're projecting Dougie Hamilton to be back at full strength, be healthier, and just you know ready to go and just get back his name into the running for the Norris Trophy. But Jonas Siegenthaler can definitely give him a run for his money. Now, the one thing I want to see out of Jonas Siegenthaler, and I've touched on it on a past episode before, is that I wouldn't mind seeing Jonas Siegenthaler produce some more offense because he scored his first career goal last year. And the funny thing is, Jonas Siegenthaler, he doesn't score, but he doesn't slow down our offense either. And he's great on the defensive end. We saw how consistent he was. I voted for him to be as our best defenseman for the team awards. So uh, Jonas Siegenthaler is definitely another X factor because I want to make sure that he keeps up this consistency. Like I said, it's not a top priority, but I would like to see him develop more offense because it couldn't hurt because we're in in a point in, of the NHL where two-way defensemen are very valuable. So Jonas Siegenthaler is definitely, um, you know, very valuable for New Jersey Devils on the defensive side of things and wouldn't hurt to, you know, get more offense from him. But overall, Jonas Siegenthaler, I'm anticipating for him to, you know, have a somewhat respectable year. And I really, really hope that uh, he's able to repeat what he did last year. So Jonas Siegenthaler, another X factor for the New Jersey Devils. Now, I'm leaving Dougie Hamilton off the list because, you know, like I said, we already know what he needs to bring. But let's put his running mate, Ryan Graves, into the mix. Now, Ryan Graves was able to have career highs for points and assists. And remember, he led the league in defensive shares a few years ago, and he led the league in plus minus a few years ago. So Ryan Graves is very underrated, and I want him to show, you know, how valuable he is. Now, you know, when looking at the Colorado Avalanche, it's easy to just write off Ryan Graves because, you know, when he was playing there, he was actually doing very well. Unfortunately, come the expansion draft, uh, the Colorado Avalanche would have had no choice but to expose him, and he most likely would have been picked up by Seattle Kraken. So they had to get rid of him and just basically save face, get some sort of collateral for his services. And you know what? Tom Fitzgerald really struck gold because all it took was, what, Mikhail Maltsev and another draft pick a low draft pick to get his services. So Ryan Graves is a very good defenseman. And I think a lot of people don't really talk enough about him because leading the league in plus minus leading the league in defensive shares just a few years ago, that's actually, you know, very impressive. And I think Ryan Graves can definitely be more efficient this season, especially since the New Jersey Devils are going to have hopefully a full roster to work with. And, you know, the COVID procedures have lightened up injuries or hopefully have gotten in better check. So Ryan Graves, I anticipate for him to just have a even better year than what he did last year, because once again, having career highs and points and assists on the defensive side of things, no one was really talking about that. And I got to give credit when credit is due. I think Lindy Ruff is very, uh, you know, underrated in terms of just being very appreciative as in we need to appreciate what Lindy Ruff has been able to do for some of these, uh, players who have been able to have good offensive years. So someone like Ryan Graves is an example because once again, career highs in two of the three major scoring categories and no one's really talking about it. So Ryan Graves is definitely someone that we need to talk more about because he provides a lot of upside and he comes at a pretty cheap penny. So uh, when we're talking about these rumors saying that Ryan Graves might be dealt away, Damon Severson might be dealt away, whatever the case might be, 
I'm just like, um, pump the brakes on on Ryan Graves because I think Ryan Graves definitely has a lot of upside that I don't think enough people are talking about. So Ryan Graves is another X factor for New Jersey Devils. Now, when looking at the Fords, you know, this is kind of tough because there's a lot of X factors. You can say Yegor Sharon Govich, you can say Dawson Mercer. I'm gonna start with Andre Palat because Andre Palat, this is his chance to really shine. This is his golden opportunity to get career highs across the board because I'm, a lot of people did ridicule us for signing Andre Palat to a five-year deal, overpaying him a little bit when he's 31 years of age. I get it, and I get the circumstances as to why the New Jersey Devils probably were forced to do so. But Andre Palat still has a lot of upside that I don't think a lot of people are talking about because I know I've said this on a couple of previous episodes, but when you look at the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and their championship runs, who is one of the more underrated players? It was Andre Palat. So if you give him a big chance, which he's bound to have on the New Jersey Devils, because he's definitely going to be a focal point in the top six, then I think Andre Pollock can definitely have career highs in points, assists, and also goals. And it helps to have some young guns who are starving to basically, you know, rack up the scoring, including someone like Jack Hughes. So I love the overall pairing of Jack Hughes and Andre Pollock, and I think both of them can benefit well off each other. So Andre Pilat is another X factor that I think people should talk more about. And veteran leadership goes a long way in the locker room. So Andre Pilat is another X factor for New Jersey Devils to make sure everything becomes successful. Now, I think Yegor Sharangovich and Dawson Mercer are pretty much the same thing, which is can they perform well without Jack Hughes' services? Because both of them had respectable years last year, but they also had their respective struggles. So when Jack Hughes went down with his injury, Yegor Sharangovich kind of fizzled out. Dawson Mercer played in all 82 games. I can't question his work ethic. He's he's a workhorse out there. But, you know, he was wildly inconsistent, especially to finish off the year, and sometimes you forgot he was out there. So I want Dawson Mercer to rack up more points and just don't hit into that sophomore year slump. And I think the name of the game for Yegor Sharangovich is the same thing, like take your game to the next level. So he could have potentially done so, had he been more consistent to begin the year. But I want to see it throughout the entirety of the year. Yes, he's going to have his struggles. Yes, he's going to have his battles. Yes, he's going to have, you know, three or four games in a row where he's basically a non-factor. But I think Yegor Sharangovich can definitely provide a lot of upside for your New Jersey Devils in that sort of realm. So Yegor Sharangovich is another X factor that the New Jersey Devils should look at. And the same goes for Dawson Mercer. Uh, Thomas Tatar. Uh, I really hope he's able to repeat what he was able to do during his Montreal Canadiens days in which he was able to lead the Montreal Canadiens in scoring. Do I think he he could do that again for New Jersey Devils? No, because, you know, Montreal Canadiens and New Jersey Devils are kind of different. You know, I get the Montreal Canadiens went to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals just a couple of years ago, but, you, you know, they're, 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 they didn't have like a – a Jack Hughes caliber player, someone who's going to give you 90 or a hundred so points or is projected to do so, if that makes sense. So Thomas Tatar, um, I think, I think he can, especially what he was able to do in preseason. I think he can definitely show us shades of just being a more consistent score because the key for Thomas Tatar to be successful is consistency. So I need him to be a factor out there and just basically, I want him to be one of our go-to guys. Like, 
if we're in need of a goal or if we're in need of some late game heroics or whatever the case might be, I want to be able to say Thomas Shatar, he's our guy and he can definitely give us that scoring aspect. So Thomas Shatar, another X factor for New Jersey Devils. And now the last X factor is Miles Wood. Now Miles Wood is coming off of injury last year in which he was able only to suit up in like three or four games. So he looked great in preseason. He looked fast. He looked efficient. And he, it looks like he can really, you know, uh, help people like Michael McLeod and Nathan Bastion because we're reuniting the BMW line. I think that's what we're projected to do so. So Miles Wood can definitely provide a lot of scoring for the New Jersey Devils. But another thing that I want people to remember is that Miles Wood, during the 2021 um, COVID 56-game year, Miles Wood was actually, you know, on pace to break his career highs wide open. So in 55 game appearances, he had 17 goals, eight assists for a grand total of 25 points. Now, here's the thing. Like if, if, if we're comparing it to the 2017 and 2018 year, he had 19 goals, 13 assists for a grand total of 32 points. But that was in 76 games. Now, if you compare it to the 2021 season, 55 games. So in less game opportunities. Miles Wood was on pace to just have career highs across the board. So I think Miles Wood, now that he's been on the sideline for most of last season, I think he is yearning. He is just, he just wants that opportunity to just showcase what he's able to do because he was projected to have a somewhat decent payday. Unfortunately, no teams were going to budge for him. So he had no choice, but to, you know, take the one year deal extension with the New Jersey Devils and, I anticipate uh, Miles Wood to really show out this year. So Miles Wood has a chip on his shoulder. He always has a chip on his shoulder. He's that person who can light a fire under you. He's not afraid to get into it with his teammates. Just asked BK Subban a couple years ago. So Miles Wood is another X factor that the New Jersey Devils should definitely appreciate. So those are my X factors for the New Jersey Devils. Obviously, I didn't you know list all players who can potentially bring whatever they can bring to the table, and I made a few exceptions. So you know. People like Damon Severson were kind of anticipating for him to, you know, have somewhat of a respectable year. Same with Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt. And, um, you know, I'm not going to put too much expectations on Fabian Zetterlin and Alexander Holtz because the name of the game for them is just to, um, you know, just show that they belong. That's the name of the game for Zetterlin and Holtz, and I don't want to put that pressure on them. So let me know what you guys think. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. And let me know what you guys think. Who are some of your X factors for New Jersey Devils going into the new year? And if you're listening on podcast streaming service, hit me up on Twitter at TreyMatt4 or the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.